This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Now batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. This is episode 119 of the NYYST podcast presented to you by Baseballism.com. I am your host, Christian. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And Stat Guy Ryan. What up? What's going on, fellas? Extra happy this weekend. I feel good. I'm a little cold, though, with this new AC unit we got up here. Oh, it's chilly and I like it. Still Stack, sweating. I mean, I don't know what Stack Guy's ride problem is. It feels nice when I'm sitting in one of your... When it's 90 degrees. Your nice chair. is normally in a winter coat. I know. Today he comes in Well, in I got a, a breeze. I got the drift that's coming right into my back. Oh, you got that drip? He's one, of, <laughs> he's one of those complaining Yankee fans, even when they win. Yeah. How could you be mad about anything I spend right one, I spent a whole Saturday with one of them yesterday. Oh, with me? Oh, here we go. I knew this was Was it just be... you two at the game yesterday? Yeah, Christian hated me. You know what? I owe you an apology, man. Oh, here we go. It, I, it was, you know, I will never willingly go to a Yankee game ever again. Oh, so somebody has to kidnap him to take him. No. Oh. If someone well, buys me tickets. telling me about the. If someone buys me tickets or something. Problems you guys were having. Or if it's a playoff game where it warrants a three hour long line to get into the stadium, I'll go. Or three hour long lines to get a drink. Or, you know, uh, traffic at the George Washington Bridge, then I'll go. But the fact that there's a line wrapping around the stadium. Did you have to so wait on that one? No, you, you had wouldn't a VIP give your pass. Yankee experience five stars. Uh, I absolutely wouldn't, especially because they, if they won, it all would have been well. But. What? But if the what listener, is my, can I have my apology, though? What's my apology? My apology to you is that I complained the entire day. You did? Because I wanted a good day with you at the stadium. But is it, that so hard to ask for? But it was just... It, and it, 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 it's, like, it's like I just wanted it to be a good day. And it would have been if you would have stopped complaining for three minutes. Yeah, you know? maybe you just went into it with such a negative you know. Can we get mindset. this out of the way? Please leave us a five-star rating and review yeah, if you're listening stars, to this right stars. now. And two seconds. Yeah, leave a five-star rating and review. And in that rating and review. Check us out on YouTube. Please tell Chris that he, he owes me. Uh, he owes me. What does he owe me? He should Money-wise? No, he should buy me two tickets to a game and not go. Let me take somebody else. That's to fine. You can do that. But this is what put me over the edge. Uh-huh. It's like it feels like 100 degrees because we got the sun beating down on us. That's the Yankees' fault? No, no, the no. weather's finally nice? No, no, no. I just want to sit and watch. And every five seconds, someone's getting up. That's not the Yankees' fault. No, that's the fans' fault. No one watches the game. Us fans, us true fans, all the fans, let's say, need to get to more games. The Yankees fans were a lot. I was at the game today also. We're recording Sunday. Yankees took two out of three from the Tampa Rays, which is just astonishing. Why do you call yeah. them that? What? The Tampa Rays. What do you want to call them? Tampa Bay Rays. They don't. Need, they don't deserve a. F- they don't three deserve words the bay. A, no, they don't deserve the bay. Uh, which is just astonishing how this team just keeps rolling along and winning games. But I was also out at the stadium today. 
The fans were a lot better today. Oh, they weren't doing the wave. There was in a no wave game in the seventh or eighth. No inning. wave today. No that wave killed today. me, man. I was at the stadium uh, for game two of the doubleheader, and it was uh, it was three to one late in the game, and they're doing mm-hmm. the wave. You guys got to stop doing the wave. If, honestly, listen, I hate the wave no matter what. But if it's like a ten-one game, maybe uh, some. J.O. runs onto the field and there's a little delay and you want to do the wave and keep yourself occupied. I'll still hate it, but I'll be okay with it. But seventh not in inning, a 1-1 game. It was in the seventh with inning. The of, with the Yankees at bat. This is, and I tweeted this during when it was happening. And it, it, they didn't get it. It was trying to get going again in the eighth. I don't know if you noticed that. Yes, I did. Here's what my biggest issue with the wave is. If you're going to do something that is annoying and distracting, why are you doing it when the Yankees are batting? Shouldn't you be doing it when the opposing team is up? Shouldn't right. you be like, I don't know, cheering the Yankees to get a couple hits together? Mm-hmm. Don't and, you think uh, the Yankees it, are like, are our fans really doing the wave right now? You know, and, and then when a player pulls an Ian Kinsler and curses at the fans after he hits a big home run, y'all are going to be mad at him and say, oh, why do you talk to us like that? Bad. Bad player. Kinsler did that? Yeah, because... Uh, That's not like Kinsler. Yeah. He, uh, I forget what happened. They didn't either. They didn't show up for... You know how it is down San Diego. They don't... Apparently, there's a connotation. To, I didn't catch the whole story of what exactly set him off. That they were... They either didn't go to a game or they weren't cheering loudly during a game. And he hit a big home run late in a game. And as he was crossing home plate, he goes like this. Yeah, and says... F you all. F you all. Really? Yeah. Oh, that happened recently, huh? Yeah, it happened during the week. Wow. Not like him. Not- and he said that that was to pump up his team. But when he goes like this, and for people that are listening and not watching, when he basically points at the whole crowd, everybody, yep, right there. Whoa, that and, was. Yeah, and F you all. That was pretty intense. Wow. Yeah, so. To his own crowd, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hey, good for him. So when, uh, I don't know, when Luke Voigt pulls that and then y'all get mad at him and say, oh, he's a disrespectful. Well, you know what? You guys are doing the wave in the seventh inning of a 1-1 game against a team that you're battling for first place. So battle won for now. Battle was won on consecutive weekends now. Four and two against the Rays, which is pretty nice considering the pitching that we faced. When the Yankees, we sat here and we said it on this show. I said it on this show that... When we were looking ahead and we saw the Yankees were playing three in Tampa and then three at home, you wanted to split those six games. And I thought that was fair to come out with a split of those six games. The Yankees won both series. Yo, this team is 11 games over 500 right now. 11. And they're five games in the loss above the Red Sox, who, you know, almost had a really tough weekend, but they they came back today. But. They're starting to play really well again. Chris Sales found this shit. He really didn't pitch that well today. No, but he's found it. He's not He's not pitching the way he was in the beginning of the year. Uh, you take five and a third, three runs, and five walks out of him? I, I think they should expect more out of Chris Sale. They absolutely should, but they won the game, so I guess they'll let it go. Not much you're going to do with a guy that you just signed for $4 billion. So the Yankees, uh, right now, they sit percentage points ahead of the Rays. They have one more win than Tampa. They both have the same number of losses. Boston's sitting five games back, and then nobody cares about the Blue Jays or the Orioles. So 
Oh, remember when the uh, when everyone was freaking out about the Yankees and the Orioles were in first place? At so uh, earlier today, I guess go down to the West. I just want to see some real quick, Ryan. <laughs> By one percentage point, because they won today, uh, Seattle got themselves out of the basement, and they went from thirteen and two to the last place team in the American League West. I really. First of all, didn't a, even realize basically a month. Didn't realize they were thirteen and two. But let's just say this: no one, at, at least no one, expected them to be good. They dumped their entire team. You don't expect a team to be good after yeah, that. Yeah, but to fall that far, yeah, in, that's, that's quick. I, mean, time, I just remembered. I was watching like Baseball Tonight or MLB Network a few weeks ago when they were still relevant, the Mariners. And they were doing a power rankings thing, and they they like all unanimously agreed that the Mariners were the best team in baseball. What three weeks ago? They're like, it's got to be the Mariners, right? They're thirteen what. and two. They're hitting the I'll ball tell you with one power. Thing. I said this to you the other day, right? The Astros are on a different planet right now. Yeah, they're they are a very very good baseball team, and I'm shocked. You're I'm shocked. shocked. I am, dude. They're so good because who's I their mean, pitching? The off- yeah, Garrett Cole. Who's their starting pitching? Verlander. Yeah. Cole. Mm-hmm. Who else? Well, Who know, else? Colin McHugh's probably getting some starts, but. Our boy McCullers is out for the year, right? He's your boy. If I can bring this up here. The Astros are a scary team. Yeah, and they don't they are. have Dallas Keuchel anymore. What's their pitching staff? Wade Miley. Wade Miley. But he's okay. actually probably Peacock. pitching. Peacock. They're both pitching oh, well wait, for them, though. Is this though. old? Is that, say, Charlie Morton, or is that no, that's C. Martin? C. Martin. Quick, can, if, if you click their name, will they give you their stats? Yeah. So you want. Yeah, I want to see Wade Miley. Well, I think he's pitching. Bro, but you know who they remind me of? They remind me of the Red Sox of last year, where they are just really relying on. Hey, look at that. He's pitching to a 3.51 year, right? So that's respectable. And what is Peacock doing? Peacock? Peacock. Was Peacock in there? Yeah. Peacock. And Peacock's pitching to a basically a four flat, which is really good. With, with their offense. Is I mean, Brad that, Peacock's 65 years old, dude. Look at this guy. He's, he's, old he's got a lot of wrinkles in his face. Was Peacock the one who got suspended? For what? For steroids? Nah, uh-huh. not that I know. Corbin Martin, who. He's made two he's starts. Here. He's come up for them, and he's pitched. You know, he's pitched relatively well. So. Who was the guy who got suspended for steroids for the Astros a couple of years ago? Uh, I don't know. Lunch, maybe uh, Ryan can look that up. Look it up. How's Verlander doing? <laughs> doing Verlander wow, things. Seven and one with a two point three eight ERA. So ESPN released their power rankings today. Uh, before the game today, you just want to go over them real quick. Yes, uh, Martez. By the way, yeah, it's Martez. Uh, at number, we'll we'll do it from here because it's at the point of rel- relevancy here. At number seven, they had the Boston Red Sox. At number six, the, now keep in mind this was before games today. At number six, they had the New York Yankees. At number five, the Tampa Rays. Cubbies wind up at four. Twins at three. Dodgers two. Astros number one. The Astros being one is fine. I agree with that. But the Yankees the twins flip the twins with the Yankees. The twins aren't. I don't care how good they've been the first month and a half, two months of the season. The twins aren't. I mean, they're still winning baseball. They're still winning, but it's so early. They they have the chance to be, but but you can't consider them the best team. How 
if you're doing power rankings, how could you rank the Yankees and Red Sox right next to each other? Haven't the Yankees been a far better team Don't we this deserve year? a little bit more space between the Red Sox right now? And shouldn't they be? And, and I think maybe if the Yankees had won yesterday, maybe they would have jumped the Rays. But I kind of felt like the Yankees should have even been ahead of the Rays at that point. Cubs really that was kind of a that was kind of a shitty shitty game yesterday. And look, the Dodgers. I mean, they're having another great year. Thirty one and seventeen right now. Yeah, they so. must have the most runs scored. They've been scoring so many runs. I think they do. You know what's the most impressive for me of the of the Rays right now? First of all, look at the Astros uh, run differential nine plus ninety two. But look at the Rays. Minnesota plus 74. Go up to the Rays. Plus 54. They have a better run differential than That's the That's pretty do. good. And that was we're losing by eight runs today. I mean, it's kind of, it's almost by more difficult. By far the least amount of runs It's almost more to. difficult to do a show look at that. when the Yankees are just rolling. What can we say about this team? Aaron Hicks really made up for himself today. For his blunders yesterday, because in my opinion, Aaron Hicks is the reason why they lost that game. Yeah, First of all, ran he ran through a stop, stop sign, sign, but that's not even what I'm mad about. You want to be aggressive and put your head down and, and run? Fine. But let's be smart, right? First of all, the throw was all the way to, if you're on third base, it was all the way to the right of the bag, which tells you to slide left. If Aaron Hicks slid properly to the left of home plate and got his right hand in, he's safe because Eric Kratz actually made a really nice play on him, a really nice tag. But if he slides properly, he's safe by a mile because Kratz barely tagged him. That's how bad that throw was. He would have been safe as if even if he just extended his leg out, he kind of tucked it in. We were, we were sitting along the third baseline, so we had a good view of we did. him rounding the bases. I thought he took such a terrible oh, route. And, and that, that was a line drive, man. That, that ball got to Meadows quick. When you're out as long as Hicks is, I'm sure that when you're rehabbing and getting ready, the last thing on your mind is how to properly run bases. Can you agree to that? Like For Hicks to feel ready to come back, he's got to be seeing the ball well, he didn't cut the corner well. He didn't. I mean, that's one thing that you don't even think about, but this guy... Actually, I think he... Just the way he was rounding to go to third, too, was off a little bit. And that if he, if he was, wasn't a ball that he should have If he was running properly, he probably doesn't miss the stop sign. And he, the way he rounded the bag, you didn't even think he was going to go home. And he looked slow, but he made up for it today. He's a bum. Yeah. Bum who tied the game five five. Yeah, that was a bomb. Was it him that yeah. tied it? Yeah, that was a yeah, that was his uh Or was it Guardy that tied it at five five? No, Guardy gave him a three two lead after right, uh, right, 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 Ch- right, 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 right. Chad right. Green gave up back to back home runs in uh, the second there. Saw Greeny with the quick hook today. I was a little surprised about that. It was that a quick hook? He was only going two innings. Yeah, but you know what? I was ripping Cortez. I was ripping his life apart. But you know what? He actually did pretty well today. He kept him at five, and the Yankees finally just exploded. You know what? When Brandon Lau hits that three-run home run and the Yankees go down five to three, you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is going to be a long day. Yeah. And it turned out to be a long day. 
It just happened that the Yankees. What was the energy like after that at the stadium? What after Lau hit the home run? Yeah, it quieted down because people, I guess, you know, people had that same similar feeling. The place was hot to start. You know, they were behind Chad Green. They were behind. You know, you know, Yankees got a quick run. Uh, even after Green gave up the two home runs, they Guardy came back with a home run to give him the lead back, and that kind of sucked the air out of the building. But you know, credit Hicks, man. I'm. And I said this on Twitter today. Everybody's got that one guy that's on the, your favorite team that you root for that you just not that even if you don't like you don't them fully take to you, you just you just can't get behind them. And Hicks is that guy for me. I have to say I agree wholeheartedly with that. And it's not I don't root against him. I want Hicks to hit a ball four hundred feet but you every know what? time. When he was rolling last year, it was a lot easier. I mean. I felt like I was actually a Hicks fan last year, but I'm so quick to just jump down his throat when he when he's not playing. You know, I've been in a stadium where fans have openly rooted for John Carl Stanton to strike out, which is ridiculous. But it happens all the time. I see it all the time. I don't root for Aaron Hicks to make an out or take a bad route to a ball in center mm-hmm. field. I want him to hit a home run every time yeah, he comes up. You don't up. want him to get thrown out. You know what really ruined my day yesterday? The guys behind us. I couldn't stand them. I don't remember. You told him to shut up. I did. I did you? Did. Yeah. He was screaming. It. He's he's Wait, obnoxious. what were they saying? They were just annoying. They thought they, they knew Yankee everything fans? about the game. Probably. Yeah, they were Yankee fans. What were they fans. screaming? Well, I don't remember exactly what they were saying, but they were just they just wouldn't shut up the whole day. Mm-hmm. They were just fans that like thought they knew everything. It was like one guy was with his friend and the one guy that def- light's gonna flicker again. We're gonna have a trap situation here. <laughs> it was like the one guy knew a little bit more baseball than the friend, so he acted like he knew everything. Uh, yeah, and then just we got, all have that one friend. The, well, I definitely know yeah, more than both of you. Like in, in my pinky, I have uh-huh. more baseball uh-huh. knowledge than the both of you combined. That's what people that don't say know that shit say all the time. And then the drunker he got, the more obnoxious he the became. The mo drunk. And then he was calling one of the pitchers on the raise. He's going, you wick, you wicked suck. What are you, a chowder head? Oh, yeah, he I'm kept, going, oh, yeah, he kept saying up, that. Yeah, dude. he kept tell, saying that uh, Blake Snell snuck up. Uh, Blake Snell sucked. Like, yeah. Oh, yes. He's going, <laughs> Cy Young sucks. I'm like, yeah, he sucks, bro. He's giving up zero runs right now other than a wild pitch. Idiot. And today, like. You thinking that you know when uh, you try to when you do a podcast like this, you try to formulate storylines so you have stuff to talk about. So I'm sitting there at the after the game yesterday, while you know Chris is like a mile from E and we're stuck on the Harlem River Drive. Oh yeah, we almost ran out of gas. And I'm trying, and I'm just I don't want to listen to him complain anymore. So I'm just trying to think of things to talk about on the show tomorrow. And I'm saying to myself, like, yeah, it's. Because what was the final score on uh, Friday night? It was four to three. Yeah, and they yes. didn't. And they scored one run through the first eight innings, right? They did. They scored one run yesterday, which was on a wild pitch. And you're trying to say to yourself, "Yeah, you know what? This team, even though they're winning, they need to get the yep. regulars back." And what did they do today? They freaking scored thirteen runs. I thought about that. That the Seven offense was looking a little tight, but what the hell was they just? Oh. Urshela, man. Show me, show me uh, Frazier's uh, stat line because then I can put the stats together. First of all, we were at 
the game yesterday, so it was tough to to know. But how many? Do no, you no. Know what did Ryan, he, his box score today? What did he do? Today? Do you know how many pitches Gio Rochelle fouled off the other day? Ten yesterday. He fouled off two off his balls. So Ryan, oh, oh dude, man, that was really. I felt I, so yeah. bad. So right now, Clint Frazier, who got dropped to ninth today, is now in a six for forty slump since he came off the injured list. Yeah, it's not good. No. So is this something that we're looking at now that he's he's not fully back? I think it's more mental than anything else. I think he gets in his own head, but I think he'll come out of it. Those injuries linger, man. The ankle injuries. Yeah, like that. but he seems fine. He's running the bases. He struck fine. out three times today, but he did have a big walk in that inning, right? Uh, that was the seventh, uh, the sixth inning when he had that that big walk. Uh, Morales has been really good. Yeah, he's had a hit in every game so far. He's played. But Gio Urshela, man, he fouls off 25 pitches, it felt like. Ryan said we couldn't see it, but the pitcher, who was pitching at the time? Uh, Alvarado. Was this on Friday night? Alvar- this was when we were there. Oh, who? When Gio was fouling off all those pitches. I think it was Alvarado again. I think they went Yeah, back he to was. Him. It was. When he almost hit the walk-off? Yes. Yeah, I think that was Alvarado. He it was. was. You're right. And he was getting frustrated. Gio Urshela puts together this monster at bat. Where Chris just- almost had to eat garbage yesterday. Yes. Oh, that was and one of your bets. I should have killed him twice when we were yes, watching the game. I bet the other my life night. twice. Life two separate. Because um, I made him agree that if Urshela hit a walk off in the ninth inning, he had to eat out of the garbage can. I would have done it. Yeah, I would have done, done it too. I would have done it. And then he hits a bomb I thought to right gone center. On television. And it just, it was either didn't hang up enough for a home run or it just didn't get down enough for at least a double. But this guy is just phenomenal, man. He had another, what, three hits yesterday? When is he going to cool off? Because it's got to happen. Like, even the greatest players in baseball don't, don't stay this hot. Well, he nutted himself today, so uh, that might slow that him down a little bad, bit. That was pretty bad, man. I actually felt the pain. Do, do baseball players not wear cups anymore? Bro, watch where that ball bounced. It might have went under. Okay. Under. Where you <laughs> and it doesn't matter. You ever get hit in, the, hit in the gems and the jewels when you're wearing a cup? Still hurts. It does, it but it just seems like it helps. guys don't it wear like them. It like it might have gotten an area. Maybe we should do cup check before the game. Want to do cup that checks? went around the cup. Want to do cup checks? I will honestly. Why don't we do this? Into his ball we'll take O'Neils. a day where we all wear a cup, and I'll just line, I'll just line ground balls at you. At you both. All right, we'll do a test. Honestly. And it'll, it'll be like a Mythbusters episode. Right. When we were, when Does I was in high school. Work? A couple of us decided that cup. maybe getting hit in the balls was better than wearing a cup because you knew how that was just cups a, are so annoying. Well, I never football them. players don't wear them, apparently. If there's but if you're a catcher, you have to wear one. You you're, have just, to. you're just dumb if you yeah, don't. Yeah, that's just but most baseball, most major league baseball players do wear them. I find that hard to believe. I no, would yeah, I, I, would, I, I wouldn't wear them, it would, it would slow me down a little, bro. I'll take you have to. Boone didn't. I was listening to the post game, and Boone was just saying like he was having stellar. Boone was just like, oh, he was having trouble running today, so we had to pull him. Just like why you you can't just say what happened. Like we we all saw it. Oh, he said about Rochella. Like we saw it, and you know him and Donahue are joking with him when he's like keeled over. You know they're trying to make him laugh a little. Because what do you do in that that situation? Yeah, I mean, and you got forty thousand plus fans just sitting there going. Oh my god! I think he got hit in the balls. And I tweeted this during the game when it happened. This is the what happened with Tyro Estrada is the epitome of the 2019 New York Yankees. That Urshela 
who is an injury replacement himself, has to be taken out of the game because, you know, he found the ball off his balls, right? Say what happened. You know, everybody's afraid to say it. His balls. His balls. His balls got hit. All right? And what happens? Estrada comes in with the big hit of the game where basically that it blows the game wide open. You know, we have to say something also. And I know Gio Urshela getting hit in the balls and putting Estrada in is just kind of what had to happen. But how good has Aaron Boone been? We talked about it on the way to the game yesterday. How good has this guy been? Seriously. Been really, really And I think good. the fans, like you said, are really starting to come around. But I don't think he's getting enough credit for he how great he's been this year. Well, he got ripped a little bit yesterday because he went to Sessa in the 11th and not Adovino. But I, was I don't so happy think that they finally used Sessa the right way. But he's, I don't. I honestly don't think he wanted to use Adovino for a full inning yesterday because he had him warming up when Canely was in the game. I think he wanted to use Adovino to get out of an inning, not pitch a full inning. And he pretty much said that. And and Boone's logic behind going to Sessa was a little bit confusing. But if you really think about it, we know the Yankees go into every game with a game plan, right? Every team has to. And they go in depth with it, where once they hit a certain point, he said the game turned over for them at that point. Sessa was their guy. To go three, four innings if he had to, they were gonna they were gonna die with Sessa on the mound at that point, and that's what happened. And that's okay if that was the game plan to go to Sessa there for a few innings. That's your game plan because you knew that they were going with an opener at that point, and you knew they were gonna be dipping into this bullpen. The last today. time the Yankees used an opener, which uh, the, I was at the five hundred feet. Literally, the game, excuse me, the game what? pretty much played out exactly the same way. We were there with our wives, and it was a 95-degree day. It was the greatest home run I've ever seen live. Chad Green life. started oh, the game. He didn't pitch that well. And then you were thinking this is going to be one of those games where the Yankees, you know, just because they used an opener and they're going to get blown out. What happened? This is pretty much the same exact thing happened where the Yankees hung around long enough for them to – for their offense to wake up, and they blew out the other team. It was against the Orioles. Orioles. Right? The only thing missing today was an Aaron Judge 500-foot home run, but Hicks Dude. demolished one. And then LeMayu caught a hanger in the seventh, I believe. You he, know what the best part of that day yeah, was? I think it was later. I spent, you didn't, you I didn't complain. Fi- I spent $50 that game you two years ago. You didn't complain once. You know what it was on? A broken fan squirty thing. You know when what I'm talking you, about? Yeah, when did you buy that? It was like people, they were like, all right, we're going to uh, sell these plastic bottles with the fans. How much are we going to sell them for? $3? No. Really, like 25 bucks. 25 Are they going to work? When did you nope. buy this? Two years, Two years ago. ago. It was the worst. That was the last time Green started a game. Yeah. Well, when you were there. They used an opener last year in Tampa. Was that Holder, Green? That was Holder? We were at that. I, I actually brought that up today. What? That game. That the last time Green, or the last time, I think that was the last time Green started, we were at the game, and Judge hit that home run. I will never forget that home run, man. I've never, I've never been in awe at a baseball game before. Yeah, it was Jonathan Holder. I've been to some crazy games. I was, we were there when the Yankees 
And if I'm not mistaken, can you find the box score for that game? Because if I'm not mistaken, the Yankees blew the Rays out in that game as well. But I've never just been speechless after something I watched at a Yankee game like I was when Judge hit that 500 foot home September 25th to 26th. Why do you remember that? I just saw the date on the article, and I knew. So it's got to be the 25th or the 26th that he, uh, he did it. Oh, but I know more baseball in my pinky than you do. I'm not good with the dates and the stats. That's baseball, dude. No, it's not. No, it's not. Nine two. But was that the was that the opener game? We'll find out. No, Sevy pitched that game. Right, so then it was the. That'd be maybe the twenty six. What? Uh, what's that one? The twelve to one game right there. Uh. No, CC. Oh, that was, that was yeah, that was yeah. so maybe they lost that game. Yeah, that was, that that was a game that they no to not. What the hell are we looking at then? CC tried to hit what's his face Austin Meadows. You like Austin Meadows? Ryan said he's a punk. He's a great player. You, he is. You guys didn't. You would have gotten the same vibe from him if you were watching the game. You two were at. He just had this smugness when he's rounding the. Bases. I don't like him because he did a home run in that game. Yeah, right. That you were at. Yeah. He just had this. He hit the home run that won the game. When did they uh, pitch the opener then? I don't know. I'll find it. Was it oh, this no, game? no, no. No, Sonny Gray got the win. This is the yeah, opener I was game. Say, Ugh. Was it this one? Ugh. Yeah. They yeah, went. remember, were, were you guys at? Did you, was this the game you went to with the good seats? No, this was in Tampa. No, this was in Tampa. So, no. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> there's no good seats. Let me let me see that they went Holder, Tarpley, Dumbass, Green, Roberts, and Chapman, Batances, and Britain. Why yeah. did they go that way? It's a quartet out there. Was Roldis Chapman working his way back from an injury? Uh, or was it extra innings? No, it doesn't seem that way. Britain got the was. save there. I think he was coming back from. Who injuries. the hell no? Who cares? Who cares about that game anyway? Um. I'm a little surprised with the game being 13 to 5 that we didn't see a little fireworks today because uh, Voigt got hit last Saturday. The Yankees really didn't do anything about it, even though, and I, did I mention it to you at the game yesterday that when CC threw those two fastballs yeah, in? Yeah, he said it. He tried to hit him. But you were thinking in your head, the first one, he definitely looked like he tried to hit him threw a, a breaking ball away, and then he came back in with a fastball. And I think both of those pitches reached 92, which means he had a <laughs> he little was, intent yeah. on it. And he didn't hit him either time. And then there was a gif going around Twitter that uh, you could read CC's lips, and it said, I tried to hit his ass. He should have. And then today... Two guys got uh, hit today. Who got, who's the other guy that got hit? I think two guys got hit. Well, Gio got hit. Gio hit himself. No. Two guys got hit. Yeah, on the raise end. I only saw one. Maybe Didn't I'm wrong. take one off the head? Yeah, that's when it, that, because that's when I thought things were going to get out of control because you knew it definitely was not it on purpose. It slipped out of his hand. But Green just gave up two home runs and being the guy in the head. And there was the, the lingering issues from last week. And then CC saying he was going to, he wanted to hit Meadows. You thought things were going to get out of control a little bit, but, and then if the game got out of hand, it did, but nothing. Yeah. But you know what too? Cause when a rivalry is forming the way it has, Chance Adams is soft and guys get hit. Even if it's not intentional, it's, it, 
it warrants yeah, look at uh, a little payback. Look at Stanton's reaction with fires. I mean, that wasn't intentional. How good? I've been jaw. saying this all weekend. How good do these two teams match up against each other right now? I like watching them play. play. It's They're very entertaining games. I mean, even before the Yankees blew it open, another great game today. They've just played each other. They just play each other very well. Yankees are, they are, but the Yankees, even as they're constructed now, they haven't, they have an edge. And I think they have a significant edge because I think they can go deeper into their bullpen. Yes. And they have uh, more guys in that lineup that. I got to say, too, I'm just so sick of Ryan Stanek. Ryan. Ryan Stanek. Ryan. I'm so sick of him. I'm sick of seeing him in every he, game. He pitched scared today. I'm sick of him. I think I think this series has scared a lot of the race. And it kind of opened up their eyes that maybe they aren't the group that they thought they were. No, they're going to be there till the end. And I really but I think, think that this puts a little why, bit though, in the because back of their, their pitching? minds. I, they're still, I think their I think pitching is very good. I think they're still a really good team. I don't think they're better than the Yankees. And I think these puts past, a little doubt in there. I, I think, think these two weekends have proven it. But I still think that... If you look at the landscape of the American still. League, they're one of the yes, top five teams in the American League. In the American League, yes. You can't say that they're not. But this this series, especially that first game when the Yankees came back in the ninth. Oh, the Yankees. First of all, you if uh, if I'm Kevin Cash in in the uh, in the eleventh inning and Luke Voigt leads off with a single, I'm I'm crapping my pants after what happened Friday night. You gotta love that he went back to Alvarado the next night, though, right? You gotta trust. Isn't your that guy. kind of awesome? Like, that's a, but that's you a gotta good trust your right guys. There. Yeah, you exactly. That's showing his trust. Can we just talk about this for a second? I don't know what you What's want. To, what it is? So the Mets. Here's the Yankees up until the Red Sox series on May 30th. We talked about this on Thursday. So you just add two wins and a loss to. Ready? May 30th. Up May. until they play the Red Sox. Are you looking at the future? Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, they got the Orioles four times. Then the, Rays, then the uh, Royals. Royals I mean. And then the Padres. That's a Padres lot of wins. Padres ever turn it around? No. I mean, turn it down? They're they were ter- they were doing a game well. under yeah, 500. They got swept this weekend, whoever they played against. We are playing. Did someone else get swept this weekend by a. We are playing team? a team with. 15 wins four times in the Orioles. Then we play a team with 16 wins three times against the Royals. And the Padres actually end up being the best team we face up until the Red Sox again. And uh, they're going, they're, they're road tripping this week. So in two places, they pl- usually play pretty well in too. So that'll, yeah. that could work yeah, out. So we have 10 well. games before we see the Red Sox at the end of the month into, into the beginning of June. What does their record have to be? How many in those 10 games, how many wins do we need to see? One, maybe two. Well, Bart Scott's doing the predictions. Honestly, I think this team could go... Seven and three. I'd like a seven and three over these next ten. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be seven and three over these next ten. Minimum. I well, never predict sweeps. It's hard to say yeah. that you can sweep a team, especially when you're on the road, but you should not lose any of these series. No. Who are they playing four times? Is it the Orioles or the the Orioles are playing four? I think four. it's the Orioles. The Orioles. Yes. Orioles for four, Royals for three, Padres for three. And the socks. And leading up to that, 
The Red Sox have series against the Blue Jays, which, you know, could go either way. Yeah. Then the Astros again in Houston. So they're done with the Astros. And then now. the Indians. That's a tough So yeah. really. This is a big stretch then. Going into that series against the Red Sox, the Yankees can make up some significant ground and really put start putting the Red Sox yeah, a, a decent amount of games behind. It'll be June. They're already It'll be five June out of then. the loss column. Right? It'll be June. It's the last. It'll be the, the final game of that May series will be into Is it a four-game set? Look it looks that way. Click over to the next page. Here. Yeah, it has to be. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, four-gamer. Do you like that they're doing uh, Sunday Night Baseball at 7 instead of 8 this year? No, stupid. Everything, is, every, everything, everything that, has that gets change. changed is stupid to you. Yeah, everything really, that gets changed like is dumb. Think before you, like, maybe think. Why, now, why is it stupid to you? Because Sunday night. Sunday night was like, oh, late game into midnight. It was just the thing, man. Yeah, but now the game might get over by like 1030. I don't like that. I don't. Good thing that networks like don't make decisions for you. I would like nine o'clock games. Yeah, I think as, this changes to nine. So an East Coast game should start at nine o'clock. Nine. As far as prime time goes, you gotta you gotta end the game by 10 30, 11. I mean it's it's Sunday night baseball. What if it's on the West Coast? So now the, so now Sunday night on the West Coast is four o'clock? Yeah. That's bullshit. Well think of football. That's I mean, not think fair. Of football every night. Yeah, if you're a Raiders it's fan and they're o'clock. playing the Jets, yeah, you're watching that game at ten AM. I don't care. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're, they're a joke. If that means more people will watch this sport, then I'm all for it. It's not going to mean it. It's not. Well, obviously, that's that's they're not kind doing of the plan, it. So that's I, not part of the plan. That though. is part of the plan. That is part of the plan. That's no, it's deep not part of the plan. Okay, when does Sunday night football start? NFL is different. When does Sunday night football start? What time? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. How many people watch that? Four hundred billion Does people. Does the NFL the have problems sport, with their ratings? Yeah, Chris, All I'm saying on, is that's not going to make people watch the games. I'm right. That's no. not part of it. I'm. I'm not saying you're right at all. I forgot that. You know. Okay. Anyway, I'll moving stop on. When you're gonna do that. Uh, yeah, just move on. But you can't compare two sports of that. You compared it. No, you did. You're the one that brought up the NFL. But you said this is for people to watch? Yes, for baseball, yes. Oh, my God. You could play football at midnight and people would watch. Guys, I wasn't going to watch Sunday Night Football. I mean, baseball. But it's starting at 7 and not 8. So you know what? They got me. Let's turn it on. (laughs) No. That doesn't happen. Just put yourself in in the shoes of someone who doesn't. Really care for baseball. Hey, You're going to watch it because it's on an hour earlier. Well, I might can I, catch the end of it. Can I, can, I, uh, can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you think they did this without thinking about it? Do you think there was no research done in making I have change? zero respect for the commissioner of baseball. So, yeah, I'm going to say yes. You say no thought was put behind it. Zero. I will say, though, ESPN is... They should be ashamed of themselves of the of the broadcast that they they've been producing. It's a variety game. show more Did than it is a baseball Did you see the lottery game. pick broadcast they had, man? It was the most awkward. They were talking live, but the the players Poor Zion Williamson. Yeah, poor Zion. They were talking about Zion. He could hear everything they're saying, but they're talking to the, you know, audience listening on television. It was just such a weird Yeah, and then when the Knicks got man. the third pick, they ran him out of the room I, because 
if anything, the seven o'clock start plays to the baseball fan, not to the non-baseball fan. They want the games to be over earlier. They don't want the games to be going till midnight because it's supposed to be a good game, right? So they want people to watch all the way through. Anyway, what's more important is uh, what I wanted to bring up before you brought up the schedule, which, you know, traditionally is what we do at the end of the show. But, you know, we'll we'll let you have that. Thanks. Uh, Something that I took away from today's game is Chance Adams. And not that he pitched decently, but that he didn't pitch, did not come into the game until it was a blowout. He's been up here. Or he got sent down after the game today because he's basically useless now that he pitched three innings, so there's no real need for him to be on the roster. But the Yankees were they were short a starter, so they could have started Sessa, but they decided they were going to use Sessa uh, yesterday in the extra inning game. Okay, So they decided they were going to go opener. Fine. Where, what does this say about Chance Adams that – Nestor Cortez Jr. Okay. <laughs> Nestor Cortez Jr. His name is Nestor. Nestor Cortez Jr. was the, f- and I, I used the word follower. He was the follower of the opener. Okay. That, what does it say about Chance Adams that not only that he was not in consideration to start the game, but he wasn't even in consideration to be the follower. The worst to the part opener. Is, is that he's a junior, that someone named his father Nestor. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to carry this name to the to our son. That's the worst part. Hey, You're right. Chance Adams got the save, though. Because why? Because he pitched three innings. Because today. the Yankees don't have any plans for Chance Adams. They don't want him to pitch in big spots. They don't. They don't want to expose him. Look. They want to get rid of him. That First of all, the would it? It's different between him and Justice Sheffield, where I where I agreed with this scenario with Justice Sheffield, but the book is out on Chance Adams. He's, his name's been around big league circles long enough now. You're not going to hide him, but clubs know what he is. Yes, they his name has been out there, but he has not been exposed really to Major League Baseball. When he did pitch against the Red Sox last year, he was actually pretty decent, and today he came in and he was pretty decent. The game was over. Doesn't matter. Exactly. That's what the Yankees wanted. Because at that point, you can say, They yeah, used him as a you know spot start. It was, op- it See, was over, but I'm he gonna was pretty debunk- good. Here's what I'm going to do. Or it was over, and he got blown out. And yeah, you know, pitchers are a little different when the game's 13-5 to five and blah, blah, blah. Here's what I'm going to debunk your theory here. If they didn't want to expose him, they would have never used him as a spot starter last year in Fenway Park when the Yankees were falling apart and the Red Sox were red hot. They would have never done that. They had to. They had to do it. They could have. They needed to do it today too. No, they got away they with it, but they got away with it today. There's a difference. They got away with it today. Well, they were willing to take that risk this early in the year. And then, if they would have lost today, the famous Twitter vernacular. We, I'm one day. I'm going to come up with a whole list of stupid things people say on Twitter that are that annoy me. And one of them is the Yankees punt games. And if they would have lost today, that's all you would have heard is that they punted the game today because not only did they go with the opener, but they went with Nestor Cortez Jr. to follow the opener. I ri- I literally ripped this guy's life apart today. 
You owe him an apology. I do. Yeah, I think. And hey, I, I apologize. No, I did already. I said he say was, it on the show. I apologize, Nest. Hey, Nestor. Not his father. Come here, Nestor Junior. Look, hey, man, uh, if you're when you're Nestor Cortez, when you're a Yankee fan sitting in that in that ballpark today or watching at home on TV, and Nestor Cortez Junior comes in the game and he allows three runs over four innings, you. You you're happy. You're yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah. as that's better than you could have ever dreamed. Ever ever dreamt ever, of ever dreamt dreamed. Both are acceptable. Yeah, we had to teach you that too. No, I had to teach you that. I don't think so. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I saw somebody Bye-bye. tweet this earlier, so I'm not going to take credit for it. But Adavino in Italian translates to Robertson. Does it really? <laughs> so it was a joke. That no, was a joke. I don't get the joke. Do you ever watch Adam Adovino pitch? Yes. Doesn't he ever always put his life on the line when he pitches? You know what? And then he gets out of it? You know what? Doesn't that remind you of somebody? Not in the beginning of the year. Not before he was used four million innings in a row. What did he do today? Today? Walk the bases loaded. Goes 3-2 on Meadows. I not in the beginning of the year. It doesn't matter. Okay. I think Adovino has lost a lot of life on his stuff. I think he's having trouble finding the plate. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he has been overused early in the season. I don't blame anyone for it because this bullpen has been hurt. There's been guys not performing, especially in the beginning of the year. Six innings. And he's lost a lot of the plate. He's lost a lot of his command and his command is everything. 13 walks in his because last his shit moves so much that if he can't walks. find the plate, he's all over the place. He had this issue in, wow. in Colorado be, where his stuff moves so much. I wouldn't swing the bat against him. I mean, him. his his fastball coming in at 98 drops off the plate. He probably go, go I've never to, seen anyone with 20, that kind of stuff. Right, go up to 2018. I was there. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was there. Okay. Uh-huh. How many walks did he have last year? Well, I'm trying to get it so it lines up nicely. Yeah. I yeah. think he's given up twice the amount of walks than hits he had this 36 year. walks in 77 innings, which is not great. How many? He averages a walk every other inning, which is not good for a reliever. He's no. given up 17 walks and 11 hits this year. In 22 and a third. Yeah, so this year it's even worse because he's average. He's almost averaging a walk-in inning. All right, you guys fill some airtime because I'm going to look something up. Uh, hey. Okay. All right, all right. All right, all right. We're going to talk about uh, clocks today. So Ryan wants to desperately wrap up this show because the Game of Thrones finale. It's it. This is it. Uh... I'm really nervous about it because I kind of read something that might happen, like the storyline for tonight, and it doesn't sound good, guys. Well, we're already an hour and a half into Money in the Bank, and uh, I kind of wanted to watch the show tonight. So hopefully I didn't miss the men's ladder match. I caught the end of the women's ladder match as uh, Chris was doing whatever the hell it is he was doing downstairs. So, Yeah, those, those okay. run late, huh? What? Those things go on. Well, this one's probably only be four and a half hours as opposed to WrestleMania when it was like three days long. That's pretty sweet, though. Did you find what you're looking for over there? Yep. Are you going to tell us about it? Through his first six outings, he went seven innings with four walks. Still not good. 
Still not that good. Okay. Now. Since then, he's gone like what, 15 innings? You should be averaging about two through his walks next per nine. six outings. And 10? Through his next six outings, seven and a third, seven walks. Which is bad. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, terrible. That's just terrible. <laughs> and then from May 13th to now the, tw- uh, the 20th, so it's not up to date, seven and two thirds with five walks. Did you so add he's gotten he a little better. No. And what was today? He pitched a third of an inning. Third of an inning. One so inning. seven and two thirds. And how many walks did he have he today? Had one walk today. So he's at six. So he Seven had and two thirds and, and he's- in, Six in, walks. Yeah, that's awful. He's so at, to my point, in the beginning of the year, even though four walks over seven innings isn't great, he has lost command of his stuff. And he's thrown a lot of innings. He really has- He's thrown like 22 innings. He's basically coming in every other game. Right. Which is another reason, I'm sure, that he's if Booney could have gotten away with not pitching him yesterday, they didn't want to. He's, he's verging on Scott Proctor territory here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why don't we do this? Why don't we toss it to the sponsor, okay? Uh-huh. Let's do that. All right. We'll talk to our sponsor here, Baseballism.com. Use MIYST15. For 15% off your order. Anything else you want to add to that? I got to find my baseballism dog collar. Don't know where it is. I think Jack hit it somewhere. You want me to get you one? No, I don't. When's your dog's birthday? You don't even know. You don't love your dog. Kick it to baseballism.com. Again, MIYST. I don't love my dog. He left his on the curb yesterday. And we'll be back after this. ASPCA. Within a game, a bond is made. He teaches his boy a game he played. Two gloves, one ball, a day at the park, and the two play catch until it gets dark. And his boy does better than he thought he would. So the two played catch as long as they could. The boy and his friends, they play in the streets. Tennis shoes and cans, no bases, no cleats. They hit home runs and they turn double plays. One great catch, and he's Willie Mays. But the sun starts to set in the old neighborhood. And they played in the streets as long as they could. The boy goes to school and plays for his team. He develops his craft and follows his dream. He has moments of glory. He has moments of shame. But they shape his life and they make his name. But he begins to get old and it's understood. The boy played the game as long as he could. The boy now a man, he has a son of his own and he teaches his son a game he was shown. His son's first game, he sits in the stands. He yells out instruction, but it's not in his hands. And being late for the meeting was not in the plans. But a cheer for his son as long as he can. This is America's brand. This is baseballism. Do you believe in baseball? All right, we're back here on episode 119 of the NYYST podcast. Go to our sponsors, baseballism.com. Use the code NYYST15 for 15% off your order. Can you believe we're on episode 119? We've been doing this 119 times. 119. That's pretty crazy. Say 119 again. 119. (laughs) So uh, the Yankees are rolling along, and I think it's only fair that we bring up the other team in New York. We'll do a quick two minutes on this. We have to. I'm so excited. 
uh, that the Mets got swept by the Miami Marlins today. The Little League team of Major League Baseball. Were 10-31 and 31 going into this And from series. Saturday through Thursday scored zero runs. The Marlins. The Marlins. Get that run and then they put up six on Jacob DeGrom on Friday night. Is he hurt? Yeah, he, he has to be. And it's kind of like at this point, it's like, you don't what are you just, doing? You don't what just, are they doing right. having him go out there? Right. But here's this is this is what you think of this is baseball for you, right? The Marlins, who are going to be historically bad this year, maybe even worse, worse than, than the than Orioles were yeah. last year, have scored six runs against Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom, probably the two best pitchers in Major League Baseball. Yep. Doesn't make sense. Nope. That's baseball, Susan. And I thank you. So is is Callaway gone? I gotta say yes. If not, it just proves it just proves the joke of management of the New York Mets. Look, we talked about this when we were going to the game yesterday. Okay, that Jim Riggleman is brought to these teams to be a professional interim manager, right? I don't know. Ryan can maybe look it up how many times exactly he was a bench coach or on a staff and got was there, and then the manager got fired and he took over. And can we just say, Jim Riggleman, to give ourselves a little credibility behind what we're saying, I don't like when the Mets are bad. I like when the Mets are good. I think it's great for baseball in this area. Look, I, I say it all the time. I'm not a Mets hater. I like when the Mets are good because I like to watch baseball. And when the Mets and the Yankees aren't on and the Mets are bad, I don't have no interest in watching the game. Right. Yeah, he did it with Cincinnati as well, Riggleman. Which was recent, right? Yeah, I believe that might have been. That was that was last, last year. year. <laughs> yeah, just to compare the Orioles with the Marlins. Uh, what What is it? Marlins are 13 Well, let's just say this too. The Orioles are only well, two games better than the Marlins right now this year. All right. Well, but last year, this time last year, the the Orioles were fourteen and thirty-one. Or yesterday, it was fourteen and thirty compared to thirteen and thirty-one by the Marlins this year. So right around. So they the are on the same pace, pace to be worse. Yeah, pace to be worse. Look, and I know that one of Twitter's favorite things to do is to rip Mike Francesa because apparently he gets a lot of predictions wrong now. But when he said on his show before the weekend that the Mets were going to go down to Miami and get healthy, you had to expect that. Expect what? That the Mets would go down there and at the very least win the oh, series. Right. Come on, dude. Right. These are. They had Jacob DeGrom pitching. Look, the worst <laughs> part, the worst part of this sweep is that the Mets went down to Miami 20-22. and 22. Now, let's just be honest about the Mets right now. Mm-hmm. Are they the team that everyone in, you know, Birdie Van Wagen and everyone talks about them as, as this championship caliber team? No. But are they talented enough to be competitive? Yes. Absolutely. And when they're I mean, 20 and 22, it's right. one of the best, if not Absolutely. the best in baseball. And when paper. they're 20 and 22 going down to Miami, yeah. this is the time when you say, look, this is when we make or break. You're right. We can come back now from this series and be a game over 500, which we should be. And they go down and lose three games. He, he, he really, if there is a time to fire him, 
It's right now. Right, right now. I wouldn't have even let his ass back on right the plane. Right the last out. Are they going home? They should be going home. I would have handed him a plane ticket to uh, JetBlue. You know what? Southwest. Can you? They should be going home because the Yankees are going on the road. Usually they play opposite each other. Yeah, they're, com- they're coming home, I believe. Maybe they want to give him this homestand. Uh, for what? For what? See, it doesn't... I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure... Look... They're You're trying the, to make sense of something that doesn't. Home against the Nationals. And the Tigers are terrible. And the Nationals are terrible. Yeah, all right. Give them this homestand because then once the do- once you have to go to LA because to play the Dodgers. They're going on a West Coast trip. You give them this homestand. Right, if they can't write right. it, this is it. You, if he can't write this ship, they, then that's it for him. You got to And I, I got to say, I don't like Mickey Calloway as a person, as a manager. Do you I know him personally? Said, I don't like him. I think he says all the wrong things. I think he's a little creepy. I just don't like what he says. Like when you say, I don't like him personally, but you don't know anything about him personally. Chris. As like a person. How about you don't like him as a baseball head coach? There's no such thing. There's a manager. Uh, See, Ryan, you don't know anything about baseball. I don't don't know anything. (laughs) I just don't. I just hate that he's like, well, you know, he hasn't been good, but but guess what? He gets to the stadium early and he, I don't care. He sucks. Who sucks? I don't know. He was talking about some guy who just hasn't come up big when he should be. He's like, but he works hard. Okay, but he sucks. Like, let's just look. When Boone says shit, he does it differently. He does it differently. He is differently. right, though. I agree with him that, that Callaway Mickey does. Mickey Callaway has to. Right. You're not going to throw your players under right, the bus. At some point, he has to be like, look. We know in this clubhouse we have all the talent in the world to be a good team. That is something that is okay for him to say. But he also has to say we have been beyond disappointing to our fans, to management here, and we need to get better quick because this season is starting to fall away from us. That's it. He has to he has to You would never hear Aaron Boone say something like that. Aaron Boone also wouldn't be five games under under 500 after playing the Miami Marlins this deep in the I'll tell season. You what, I wouldn't want to hear the comment he said today after his team had just lost three to the worst team in baseball. Do you know where they I got s- shut out on back to back days? Pathetic. I sent it and I'll, I'll read it verbatim. You can't spin anything positive and, and put that out as your narrative. You just can't. A quote can from Mickey it, Callaway after the sweep. I'm coming in tomorrow to manage the New York Mets and I'm going to be enthusiastic about it. And I'm going to continue to lead this team to something special. Something special? Yeah, it's delusion what? at this point. And you're going to be, enthu- you better be enthusiastically up these players' asses. That's what you yeah, better be enthusiastic about. Don't you want to fuel the fire a bit? Don't, like you're, you're I am, giving these I am a huge proponent of, of that everything lies on the manager. But there are times when you can say, look, Mickey Callaway, this isn't his fault. But you got to look at what this team is producing on the field, and a lot of that comes from what a manager is getting out of his players. We also don't and he's know not getting the talent that they should be. What he does behind closed doors. But, yeah, it just doesn't seem like he's getting the most but he of just his does, Like, you know when Boone is way too positive that he's shutting that door and he's flipping out. You know he has that fire in his eye. The issue is that Brody didn't do anything to improve this team. He just brought in guys that used to be his clients. <laughs> I put it all on Brody. But at this point, it, the manager should be getting way more out of these players. See, this is you, this is what the problem is. If you're going to bring in a new GM, you got to let him pick his head coach. Yeah. And they didn't do that. And you know what? 
Maybe you don't want to say that Brody sabotaged him because it doesn't. I, I can't imagine that he would do that to himself. But you know, I don't really. He made moves, but honestly, dude, what did he really do to improve the team this year? Well, he got the best closer in baseball going into this year. Yeah, and they also took on eighty-nine-year-old Robinson Cano, who they'll have to pay until at, he's one hundred and twelve. <laughs> I haven't watched. I barely watched the Mets. I caught a couple of Syndergaard starts, but look at their losses. Except for a couple of them, they're losing games by one, two, three runs. I mean, you can't just say this is on Brody Van Wagner. That 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 has to do with. Some I think you're looking at the wrong year, pal. I was looking at the right I year. I don't think I'm looking at the wrong year, pal. <laughs> Sorry. Lost two three. Oh, post two okay. three uh-huh. three one four three. I know everything about everything. Okay. You know, th- bad teams do tend to lose close games. That is that's just what ends up happening in such a long season, but. I'm all I mean, about when you're losing two, three ga- run games when you have Edwin Diaz in your bullpen. There's something going. Look, on. Look, we're coming up on that marker of Memorial Day where I said that is when you can truly evaluate your team. As Yankee fans, we can't even yes. do that because the entire team's been hurt and we don't know when these guys are coming back. Well, but as now we Mets can fans, you can evaluate your team, and I'm all about going into the season with a positive outlook. You have to. You have to, no matter what you're putting on the field. But now you have to be realistic. Realistic, please. They suck. They are. They shouldn't suck, but they do. No, they should suck. And that's a problem. No, they really shouldn't. You look at. I mean, outside of Pete Alonso, what but really bro, gets you excited? Look at their about- pitching. We're just talked about the Rays, right? Yeah. Their pitching should be much better than this. They have Jacob Degrom Who do they have behind the plate now. Noah Syndergaard, Wilson Ramos. Yeah. Wilson Ramos, who is a better hitter than he is a catcher, and he's not really hitting. Look, that much you know this what year. my biggest issue with the Mets would be? Conforto, but he's hurt. That they can are they still throwing Jason Vargas out there? Is he's he on the injured list? Okay, but if he wasn't, they have been all year. They've been throwing him out there. Okay, that would be my right biggest back. issue. That my GM is sitting there going, "We're going to do big things this year." Yeah, man. Oh, and Jason Vargas is going to still pitch like every Gio fifth Gonzalez. day. Gio Gonzalez, why didn't you go out and try getting Gio Gonzalez? That was a bad move. They're on a their joke. Part. They're right? a joke. They had two opportunities. Craig to get Kimbrell's him. out there. They're a I mean, joke. that's different because they have a close. Dallas Keuchel is out there, which right now a joke. there's no point in anyone getting him until after the fifteenth. You know, June. Dallas Keuchel's a waste. It's a waste. I of wouldn't season. want him at this point. You're really gonna. No put one's gonna sign him until after the draft, and it's gonna played? take at, at least four to six weeks to get him ready yeah. to pitch. So now you're already in the middle of June. Or July, I should say. I think the I'll Yankees give you a one-year deal, ten million, maybe. I'd rather go get Madison Bumgarner. To be yeah, honest with you, I would. I would not, too. You, you said know you're not going to give up the pieces for Bumgarner. I didn't say I would give no, up Miguel Andujar, but that's who they're going to want. Yes, not right. No, I don't. Let's think be realistic. Now, mm. I could see Tyro Estrada being a. I would trade Tyro. I like Tyro Estrada, but I would trade him for Madison Bumgarner. I could see Estrada being a part of a trade for Bumgarner. I like Estrada. He plays it's all going to depend on what they think Severino is going to be capable of this year, if anything. But Bumgarner does have the Yankees as well as every team that's going to be contending this year on his no-trade clause. And it's not because he doesn't want no, to go right, there. I was going to say. It's because he wants to pick where he gets to go so he could maybe further a contract and, and play where he wants to. Okay, so while we had the Marlins uh, on topic here and uh, bringing up uh, how we can evaluate the Yankees when guys are not, you know, guys aren't coming back. We did get some news on Saturday as we wrap up the show here because, you know, Ryan didn't do his homework. 
right? You didn't do your homework. No, we're not. We talked about it today, actually. Oh, I'm glad that I was clued in we on this. We meant to clue you in. Thanks, jerk-offs. That's but really it, nice. But it's a fair point. You both got ligma, okay? Ligma balls. Like, who am I going to talk about right now? Definitely. We no definitely one, know G.R. Shell's got ligma. Trey Amberge, you want me to do a five-minute piece on no, Trey No, no, you Amberge? don't have to do. We were uh, thinking hot or not. Yeah, or we're gonna injured. Do a, we're, exactly. Look, you don't have to do guys in AAA. You can if you can dive deeper into yeah. uh, the the minor leagues. I think fans would like to hear about a mm. spotlighted player maybe playing in Charleston or playing with the Tampa Tarpons or in Trenton. Maybe. I think the lore of our minor league system has gone bye bye. I don't bye-bye. think bye. So. I think fans still like to hear about mm. it. I think nice. that this team is so now, so right now, and so ready. Yeah, that's another part. I of think it. it's still okay to give. Maybe an it I, could be injury reports since the entire team is. Well, injured. if you shut the hell up, I'd give you an injury <laughs> report right now. Paxton. Uh, Paxton oh, was a consider. Well, I wasn't going to bring him up, but since you did, Paxton was a consideration to start on Sunday, but the Yankees weren't exactly thrilled with his last bullpen. So he said gonna, he felt discomfort, not so necessarily gonna, pain. He's going to throw another one on Tuesday, and if things go well there, uh, he could be taking the ball over the weekend in Kansas City. That would be nice. Uh, But the two guys that uh, I wanted to talk about, uh, Didi Gregorius, who's still a little bit away, but is clear to play extended spring training games and will... Incredible. uh, ...begin that on Monday, probably after you listen to this show. When Judge went down with his injury, did you ever think that there was a possibility we could see Didi Gregorius? I'm talking about the day he got injured. Did you ever think in your mind that Didi Gregorius would be coming back possibly before him? Yeah, because it did look bad. It did look bad for Aaron Judge. Ugh. It looked bad. I'm I never thought it. I never thought it. It looked bad. Didn't Judge play through it almost for a little bit? No. No. Or they showed like... He got a hit on that at bat, and then they took him out right away. They showed like a video of him like wincing at, at yeah. that earlier or something. Uh, maybe, maybe he tweaked it a little. Yeah. I don't know, but that's when the, the uh, yeah, that is pretty crazy though. I wouldn't have guessed that. As I bad, never would as have bad as it. the judge injury looked. I wouldn't have. I would I think have at that point he probably goes through maybe a week extended spring, and then maybe because it is Tommy John, maybe ten to fourteen days rehab. So you're looking mid June for Didi conservatively. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair to say. Uh, I mean, we're looking at another three weeks where now we can maybe pencil Didi Gregorius into this lineup. And just quick speculation, who who's the odd man out? I, we talked, I think it's too far away to think about it yet. Because you could well, have another seen injury so much change up. over just a week with this team. But, you know, we do. We This is a podcast where you need to talk about things, so... I mean, unless you just want to say, oh, that's in the future for everything. And the show could be 18 seconds. We could do that also. That would actually be pretty easy. Um, initially, I thought it would be Urshela. But the more I think about it, I think DJ no LeMayu. No way would they send down Gio, or get rid of Gio no, Urshela. No, I didn't no, say no, they're going to get, gonna get rid, of. rid of They would have to. He has no options. He can't can no, be no, on no. the bench. We were saying who's gonna who's gonna Tyro Estrada goes down to the minor leagues. That's who, a given. Who's gonna feel the impact of a lot less playing time? And not that it's a lot less playing time, but DJ LeMayu was originally brought here to play four times a week, 
play a game at second, play a game at third, play a game at yeah, first. That, he'll assume that role. Again. He'll assume that role again, right? Until until Gio Urshela falls off the face of the right. earth. If he falls off the face if. of the earth, hopefully never. But if so, that's the way I look at it, and that's okay. It's okay. He's still gonna get. Lemayu's gonna play four game. Four he's days still a week. gonna get a good amount of playing. What if time? busting his balls busts his bubble too? Nah, <laughs> it could. It could. Um, and then the other guy who will begin his major league rehab and maybe could be in the lineup by the time his bobble day, uh, bobblehead day rolls around on Memorial Day, Big G John Carlos Stanton. Will begin his rehab in Tampa with he the Tarpons. out too much with the Tarpons uh, on Monday. I'm ready to get Big G back in the Me lineup. Me too, man. I want him back. Yeah, and then that'll be Frazier. I want him back. No, it won't be. In my opinion, I don't think it will be. No, I know he's in that six or forty slump. Yeah, but I'm saying, all right, now what if he continues this this skit? I think you still. I, or we can't. Can we look into the future? Or is that you're the a, one that didn't want to? Right, okay, yeah, I forgot. Okay, keep going. <laughs> To me, uh, you DFA Cameron Maven. I'm sorry. Okay. You have to. Yeah, that sucks, right. but fair. yeah. You yeah. have to. Yeah. In, or unless. It sucks, but yeah. But unless, wouldn't you rather want Maven on your bench and, and Frazier to develop? No, I want Frazier playing every day. Okay. I want Frazier playing every day in the major leagues right now. I want him to be my right fielder. Okay. I want uh, G in left, and I want Hicks in center. That's what I want right now. What's going on? Who Isn't Patances? Kendris Morales. Isn't okay. Patances coming around right now? I haven't too? really heard many. Yeah, uh, he, he, he was, was throwing, throwing today. He's throwing. So. He's throwing. I just I don't want him to come back and his first pitch is like 94 miles per hour or something. Like you better come back. Oh, and, Batances? Yeah, Patances. Yeah. Like don't please don't lose your Well, if guys like Britain and and you know Chapman keep throwing the way they're throwing we were talking and, about and it, Keenly, you don't need to rush Patances back as oh, much as I him. am anxious for him to get back into this bullpen. How much scarier does this team get oh with just God. Dellen Batanzas being sickening. added? It's sickening. I think he adds just a whole. It's a crate like a something you've never seen before. You want to know what, how it's going to get scary? Is because Tommy Canely is ridiculously good again. Exactly. This year. Yeah. yeah, and that's what you said when I said that. You yeah. said, yeah. and I don't want to hear. Keenly, and I'm bro. glad that nobody really took a shit on Tommy Canely yesterday. No, you can't. He did give up that tying and home he run out of it, right? Yeah, he didn't give it, but. That was the first run he allowed in a month. Bro, his ERA was 1.06. It went up to like a 1.4. That's how good he's been. It's been more than just a small sample size. And also the night before, he had a great outing. He's just been so good that That I think Tommy Canely, at the end of the day, as good as Gio Rochelle has been, as good as DJ LeMayu has been, I think Tommy Canely has made the biggest difference in this team throughout the first However many games they're at now, 42, 44. He's they? not the biggest surprise, though. Not the biggest surprise. Because you knew he had it in him. Yes. You but didn't know he's Gira made Shella the biggest had... impact, I think. Yeah, no, you didn't know Shella. With Shella not had... having Batances. That's with, crazy. With Britain being shaky for a lot of the first, you know, Week. handful of games of the season. He's been fine, really. Since Canely has been a been huge a, impact. Britain's been fine since he got out of Houston. It was just, that was just a, that was a low point. Britain's been really good. That was the low point for the Yankees in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll take it. Definitely. I'll take it. Now when they come back, when the Houston comes back around here in June, the Yankees got to, you know, get Show them who's boss. They got to put their foot down. Yeah. 
They got to give him a little case of Ligma. <laughs> no, you don't give somebody has, you don't give them Ligma. Somebody has Ligma. Real quick. I just got to ask you if you noticed this. I was walking up uh, out of our section when this happened, but Gio Urshela got up uh, late in the game yesterday. Did you notice? What's the PA announcer's name? Paul Oldman. Paul Oldman. Did Olden, you, not Oldman. Whatever. He's an old man. Uh, I don't think he's that old. Hello, Yankee fans. Yankee fans, welcome to Yankee Stadium. I wanted to hang myself did every you, time uh, they did the radio spot for Game of Thrones night, and he's like, get ready for the Battle of Westeros. <laughs> did you notice how he announced Gio Urshela? No, I didn't. Number 39. <laughs> Went crazy. That's cool. He's got to do it for someone. He's got to get it out of the system. I think that's just yeah, what it is. It is. No, he's not number 39. What, what is he? Mike 29? Talkman was number 39. 29, 29. Number 29. And I was like, is Judge up right now? I don't know. Is Clint Frazier in, in danger of getting sent down, especially if he continues to slump over this last yeah. next week? Yes. I don't yeah, if he's slumping. I don't agree with it, but if he doesn't pull out of this and get back to his old form, you, you have to. I yep. think a lot of it will come down to also how Cameron Maben's looking in these next couple weeks. But you know what gets a guy healthy? Four days of Orioles pitching in Camden Yards. Absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, so bring up the Yankee schedule. We'll do a quick look ahead. I here. have it in my head. I don't. I want Ryan to do his job. I have it in my head. Okay. Who's pitching tomorrow for the Yankees? Or uh, on Monday? On Monday? It's uh, it's our boy. Who? It's uh, Domingo. No. Is Domingo pitching on Monday? Domingo Mondays. Uh, hold on. I'm coming on that. Is Jay Happ? Oh, Jay Happ. Happ and Kashner. Kashner? Oh, that was uh, maybe when Happ gives up three home runs in this game, he can remind uh, Boone that they're only playing one game today. Then Domingo in game two. Oh, against... David Hess. The Yankees are going to murder him. Yo, Domingo can be nine and one after this week. Nine and one. Oh, my God. What happened today? They announced the Models Pitcher of the Month for April. And. Uh, April. Her, her, well, it's, I mean, it's not over yet. Okay. Herman won. He got a check for $1,000. And a, he got some a watch and a trophy. Thanks to give him. Okay. So, congratulations Congrats. to Domingo Herman. Let's win the Cy Young. How's that? That's a real award. You're, you're, you are a miserable person. <laughs> yeah, he's, he brings the mood down. You really do. You, you really do. So the Yank, can I, well, can I see the full schedule, please? Like, Jesus Christ. Jeez, Chris. you're Okay, so. All right, so we got four against the O's. We'll be back Thursday. We'll do a midweek pod this week because the Yanks will play a afternoon game against the O's. 12.35 start. Yeah. Man, got to get the kids back, oh, back home for up. school. Sorry. I didn't mean to say literally, literally <laughs> Stupid. The only thing that's stupid about that is what you said. All right, come on, let's 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 try and wrap the show up here right now. Oh, it's eight fifty-five. Five minutes until Game of Thrones. It's an eight-minute ride, and Ryan's got five minutes here. Uh, (laughs) So, what do you take minimum from the Yankees against the Orioles this week? I gotta say, man, split. No, no, I gotta. I can't. I want four. I need three. I want four. I gotta take. I think they're gonna take four. If I think they're that, that they can. Definitely take four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say four. I'm going to put it all on the line. I want four. 
right, look at. And I think they're gonna do I, it. I don't want a split, but I'll take a split. I now. think they're gonna do you it. You can't take a split right now. No, I'm sorry. As long can't. as you then sweep the royal no. right after. No. All right, so we got Hap followed by Herman. Okay, th- just looking at the pitching. Uh, TBD. TBD. TBD's back on Wednesday, and then he's also pitching on Thursday. So. Sounds like a. Where's Tan- Why isn't Tanaka slotted in there? Because he's hurt. <laughs> oh, that's right. We forgot to talk about that. Because he got a bruise on his shin. Got hit with an 11, 111 mile an hour comebacker. He's lucky his legs are Is there not any broken. fracture? No. Is it's there any it. fracture yet? No. He's gonna have nine MRIs. He's gonna get blown. <laughs> he's gonna get blown away. The Yankees can't figure out what the hell's wrong with him. He's gonna have a tenth MRI. Oh, his legs! Oh, you literally, have a major. His, <laughs> you have a major fracture. His leg looks like gravel. Okay, <laughs> the bone in there looks like gravel. Every time he walks, it sounds like nails. It sounds like nails in a garbage disposal. Nobody can figure out what the hell is wrong with him. Uh, They'll put him on a friggin' bus to Tampa. Oh man, with a bad back, asshole. Assholes. All right, so I got I got to get three. This is the Orioles we're talking about here. It's not like they're going yeah. to. I want four. I got to get three. I got to get three, but I want four. If they're sitting here with a split as we record on, on Thursday night, I'm pissed. I'm sorry. I'm pissed. I agree. All um, right. Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, I don't give a shit. Shut up. I want to go watch Game of Thrones. Let the guy watch Game of Thrones, I'm disappointed because I'm not even going to freaking like it tonight. Let the but kid. It's, it. it's my one of my favorite shows ever, and it's ending tonight. Let him know? watch Game of Thrones, bro. He's going to cry. Okay, we'll let, we'll let Ryan go on this. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 119 of the NYYST podcast. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Follow our sponsors at Baseballism. Follow Ryan on Twitter at StackGuyRye underscore NYYST. Great username. I don't, I'm, pop, I'm giving him a plug because he really needs he it. He does need All it. All right. Honestly, I hate Twitter. Go Yanks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I feel bad for women that you're with because you seem to jump the gun a lot. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Dude. It's all, this one, compilation, it's all this compilation videos he puts together. <laughs> Stack guy, Ryan. Go Yanks. Chris. Say goodbye. Peace.